What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Richer Geek Podcast. Today, we have Eric Satz. Eric is a serial entrepreneur, early stage investor. Uh, what he did is uh, he discovered tax advantage retirement accounts that can be used for long-term, potentially high return investments. And uh, he wasn't happy about how long the investments took. So what do you do when you're not happy? You start your own company and do it the way that you think you should uh, accomplish it. So he started Alto, which is a company that helps people invest in alternative assets to take control of their IRA money and their future. I think uh, all of you will be very interested in listening to this. Uh, how you doing, Eric? I'm doing well, Michael. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about first off, everyone has a 401k. Everyone has an IRA. Most of the people, you know, that that is going to be listening to this podcast. There's a lot of overlap between the two. There is. Um, what was it about you know, getting some details that made you say, you know, this is nuts. I need to start my own thing. Because that's a pretty big jump from being dissatisfied with something and then saying, I'm so dissatisfied, I'm going to do it the right way. Yeah, it's a serial entrepreneur's personality disorder that I suffer from mm. uh, in, in a nutshell. But uh, so I, I've been a, an investment banker. I'm, a, I'm still a recovering investment banker. You never quite get over it. Uh, I, I've been a venture capitalist and, um, as I mentioned, a, a serial entrepreneur. And when I was still playing at venture capitalists, uh, I was investing alongside the fund in some of the private companies we were supporting. And I was also investing personally. And, you know, I'd never really thought about what we're about to talk about until one day my retirement statement showed up. and. Like I had completely forgotten it was even there, uh, but I had the proverbial light bulb moment. And, and the realization was these are long-term illiquid assets that I invest in that I don't expect to exit or get any liquidity from. And, you know, for at least sort of seven to 12 years, sometimes longer, retirement funds by definition are long-term investment funds. Mm -hmm. And so from a duration matching standpoint, it seemed like the right thing to do was to invest my retirement savings in these long-term assets uh, that I was investing in. The only problem was I didn't know if that was legal. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so everyone kind of has a 401k or IRA at Fidelity or Schwab or TD or something like that. No, no one ever said, 
oh, here's a platform that allows you to invest in a private company or real estate or farmland or crypto or artwork or securitized collectibles. Um, so I did what any kind of rational and probably what a lot of your listeners do, these you know tech savvy folks uh, did this really complicated tech thing, which was to go to Google and search invest my IRA in private company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, everything that came back, Google basically said, yeah, that's legal. So I was like, great. So I called my I called my financial advisor and I said, hey, I'm making another one of these private company investments, uh, which he generally didn't like because that was me taking assets out of, you know, sort of right. his portfolio purview and, and sending it on my own. Uh, I, I said, well, this next one, I'm, I'm going to invest out of my IRA. Uh, and he said, okay, uh, I get it. I said, great. Well, I'll, I'll send you the routing and wire info and you send the money. And he said, no, time out. Mm-hmm. You totally misunderstand me. I think it's great. Like I get it. Your long-term assets, long-term investment. Sure. Makes sense. Tax advantage, high returns. Don't pay the don't pay gains on it. Yeah, I get it. But we're not going to let you do that. And I said, why? And he said, well, because we have no idea what this company is that you're investing in. And if it goes to zero, you're going to sue us, which of course I wouldn't. Obviously, I'm acting as my own financial advisor. But long story short, I said, what do I do? And he said, I don't know. And so I went back to my friend Google and I said, what do I do? And he said, oh, there's this thing called the self-directed IRA industry. That's how you do it. And it was basically a list of uh, custodians you never heard of in your life. Right. And so then I had to figure out which one am I going to make this, you know, significant investment through trusting that I'm going to send them my money and they're going to send the money to the company that I'm investing in. And uh, this process took about 10 weeks. For others who have made private company investments, you know, the paperwork process takes like 10 minutes, <laughs> not 10 weeks. And, and so uh, clearly I figured my research was just insufficient and bad. I had, pre- I had picked a custodian that, you know, just wasn't good at what they do. So I made two more of these investments using two different other custodians and the process just got worse. At which point I sort of picked my head up out of the sand and I and asked myself the question, who else has this problem? How many people? How many dollars are we talking about? Is is this an opportunity worth addressing? Is this a problem I want to fix? And it turns out that you've got 30 plus trillion dollars sitting in retirement savings account uh, accounts, less than two percent invested in alternative assets. And it's easy to understand why. The, the process takes too long. Uh, there's just too, too many people and too much paperwork involved. Uh, so hugely time consuming. It's uh, too complicated for most. So mm-hmm. you just give up. And it's too expensive for most. So you can't, you know, you can, it didn't make sense to write a $10,000 uh, check and investment because you're sitting on this thing paying account fees for seven to 12 years, going to eat into a $10,000 investment return. So what became the North Star for me was TurboTax in the sense that it took this otherwise people and paper burden process of filing your taxes 
uh, and too complicated for most and time consuming, you know, and, and it simplified it by uh, following the sort of bouncing ball uh, kind of example, right? We're going to ask you a question. You give us an answer. We're going to ask you another question. Before you know it, you're at the end, you file your taxes. Mm-hmm. And so the idea was to do the same thing for alternative IRA investing, mm-hmm. build a platform that could scale, that was easy to follow, could serve millions of people instead of 10,000s of people and therefore could be cost effective. And so that was that's actually what we've what we've done at Alto and now you know we're we're on our way we're about a billion and quarter in assets under administration uh sort of getting close to 30,000 funded accounts yeah. and you can invest in that you know as I was saying before private equity opportunities early stage venture capital opportunities you can invest directly in funds, directly in farmland, real estate of sort of any uh, stripe or color, mm-hmm. um, artwork, collectibles like antique automobiles or Rolex watches or Babe Ruth baseball cards. Uh, and of course, one of the hottest sectors within alternative assets today is crypto. So yeah. all those things. Yeah. So why would someone... Yeah. Here, I understand because, you know, I, I do real estate syndications and I have people that do self-directed IRAs invest with me. So I, I get it. And yes, it was a absolute, even on my side as, as the general partner, a pain in everyone's ass trying yep. to get that money. It was we just fixed a that, by the horrible, way. horrible. And uh, the, I, I, the guy almost did back out. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hear that, that you have an easier way uh you know every time i walk into my bank i get hit by the young guy he's 20 just spit out of college and he goes mike i want to talk to you about investments this is from, and i'm like I, you know now wasn't interested last quarter i'm not interested this time he wants to get me involved in mutual fund 2042 or something like you know the cookie cutter da, 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 you know that he throws everyone in um why would you say, and I know the answer, but why would you say that, you know what, instead of doing something like that, that is cookie cutter, that they're going to throw everyone in, why does it make sense to do a self-directed IRA? So there are a couple of different reasons, but ultimately what it comes down to is portfolio diversification and investing in assets whose um, returns are uncorrelated to one another. You know, in today's global uh, and macro environment, I think it's really hard uh, to disconnect returns from one asset class to another. But the fact of the matter is, you know, and and your audience is uh, highly educated. You know, there's a there's a significant delta for from those assets that have a negative one correlation to those Mm -hmm. assets that are directly correlated and and close to one and then you know there are things that sit in the middle at zero um and the thing about the and, and by the way public stocks and 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 bonds play a role in a portfolio i'm not Mm -hmm. anti public investment i want to i want to be clear about that I just don't think it's 60-40. I think those days are over. I think that's dead, you know, and, and it's, you know, hope, oh, 
you know, if you were 60, 40, you just got crushed the last six weeks. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You know, big time. And, and the thing about owning mutual funds and ETFs is that owning more mutual funds and more ETFs doesn't get you greater diversification per se, because they're all pretty much consistent, you know, comprised of the same 400 companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that doesn't really help you. So how do you diversify? Well, you diversify by going into these other asset classes, real estate like you do. Mm-hmm. Farmlands, which will characterize as a different form of uh, real estate, investing in later stage private companies or earlier earlier stage private companies, investing with professional investors who invest in those things for a living. You know, uh, VCs and 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 private equity guys um, investing in crypto, which you know, and and we're seeing it today. There seems to be a lot of correlation all of a sudden between you know, Bitcoin and and what's happened in the equities market. I mean, more realistically, I think there's just pricing pressure on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, today is May 17th. Don't know when this is going to go out. But last week, you know, we had the DeFi explosion in with right. with uh, Terra Luna, mm-hmm. which um, didn't help the crypto markets at all. But the put the point here is portfolio diversification. And the big players that everyone has heard of, Fidelity, Schwab, et cetera. And, and by the way, just between Fidelity and Schwab, you've got like 70% of the market in, in kind of 401ks and IRAs. They're not going to let you invest in these other alternative asset classes with your IRA, at, at least not yet. And so that's where Alto steps in, right? And, and we help you do that. We help you do it in a streamlined, time-efficient manner easy to follow and cost effective. So Alta is a custodian. We are a custodian. So we have okay. a wholly owned trust company. Yep. Perfect. Yes. But so two, there are two pieces to the business, right? There's the SaaS platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the, the wholly owned trust company. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people sit there and say, well, you should buy low, sell high. You should, you know, uh, what's the, the price that I'm getting? They kind of get stuck on price of something. And it's like, well, this is, I'm not buying this because it's, my God, $1,000 a share. Or I'm not buying this because it's only this amount of share. What's the correlation or how can you teach people that might be confused with price and value? So you, you, you sort of just alluded to it, right? Which mm-hmm. is... Um, and the first thing I, I would do is I tell people to go do their, do their homework and do some due diligence, read Warren Buffett, um, read other sort of public about, uh, read other public market investors mm-hmm. from a price and price and value are, are, are not the same thing, right? Price is what you pay value is what it's worth. Um, and you know, very Warren Buffett-esque thing. And it turns out by the way, we're terrible traders, at least some high 90 something percent of us. We're terrible traders because the, the right thing to do is to buy low and sell high. And what do most people do because they panic? They, right. they buy high, they, they panic or they follow somebody else's trend. They buy high and they sell low. Yeah. They buy high when it's trendy and, and everything's rosy. Uh, and then someone pulls the, 
you know, the plug on the market, it drops 30% and they sell. And yeah. they're like, I'm not getting back in until it's safe. Right. And 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 it's not safe until it's, you know, back up 30%, right? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, rinse and repeat. Yeah. So I can't teach someone how to be a good uh, <laughs> trader or, or investor. Um, you know, you, you need to decide for yourself what your time horizon is, what your risk profile is. Uh, but again, knowing what your audience on companies they like, industries they like, sectors they like, and decide whether or not this is an area where they want to make an investment. And what I would suggest is buy and hold. And um, that's the thing about alternative assets. You can't wake up and uh, other than in crypto, by the way, which is 24-7 more liquid than, than the equity markets, you can't have invested in uh, a private company and wake up one day and say, you know what? I want to sell my interest. Yeah. Be because it doesn't work that way. These are these are illiquid assets and you're riding this thing for the for the long term. And so if you believe in it, if you have conviction when you make your investment at, at, at the beginning, hopefully you're going to have conviction when you exit at the end. Um, but the nice thing about it is you can't succumb to your own human psychology and say, oh, my God, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> the world's coming to an end. Uh, it's it's a built in guardrail. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I know I I've had friends. It's like, oh, my God, I'm selling. It's like, no, this is when you put more into it. You yeah. know, it's like, think about it. <laughs> you know, when did I make all this money in real estate it was in 2012 when everyone was when, you know, during the during the crash, during the recession, you don't you're not making a lot of money now when everything's at three caps and, and all, you know, the market's high, you could, but it you know, becomes a little more speculatory, but. Well, I, th I, I think you're to, to your point, Michael, and, and I think if there is uh, a major takeaway and sort of a tie between real estate and other assets, what I think is often missed is that you don't make money when you sell, hmm. you make money when you buy. That's right. And so, you know, you, 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 you got, it's uncomfortable at times, but if it weren't, that's an indication that the opportunities probably, you know, whittled away. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in real estate, you make money when you buy, not when you sell. Absolutely. Um, now with Alto are, you know, I'm looking on your site and you actually have, uh, investment partners, you have a lot of crypto, you know, it's really good. It's really set out. I mean, I had no idea. I'm looking at all, all this different crypto. I'm like, how many, what, I mean, how, how, two questions. Number one is how in the world do you figure out what you would want to invest in as far as crypto and NFTs and all these different nuances that, you know, maybe older people like me have no, no clue. Uh, so, um, it's not our job to tell you what to invest in, right? Mm -hmm. There's a reason it's called self-directed. Yep. You, uh, you really have to do some homework and you have to have a view and a perspective. And I don't care kind of who you talk to 
and how you get smart, but do the best you can to get smart before you make any investment, whether it's crypto or, or otherwise. The reason we have such a, a, a broad crypto offering is because Coinbase is our was is one of our largest investors and Coinbase is our exchange partner. They're our liquidity pool. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for the most part, what they're able to offer, we're able to offer. Mm -hmm. And with your partners, talk to a little bit about, you know, I see a lot of these uh, partners and all these other different types, you know, farmland, real estate, venture capital. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you've vetted all these people. You know, these are... Th th companies that you have worked with and they're just kind of nope no no i'm talking well, i was uh, no. someone was asking if they could come in and talk to me and i said no um, so so um they I, I think there's an important distinction here again we're not telling you we're not a broker dealer we're not telling yep. you what to invest in these these partners of ours you can go and look at the specific offerings on their platforms. Yep. Right. Um, do, do we think they're reputable platforms? Absolutely. Otherwise they wouldn't be at Alto. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not enough to say, oh, it's a reputable platform. Therefore you should invest in one of the deals on the platform. You need to go to the platform. You need to yep. look at the deals and you need to assess for yourself whether or not this makes sense for you and you need to understand why it is you like the, the opportunity. Yeah. And something it is really nice, everyone, is if you go to altoira.com slash and you look in the investment partners, it actually kind of gives you an idea of all the different types of things that you could do for your self-directed idea, or, you know, your self-directed IRA. So what's nice is it, it just kind of lists Hey, you know what? There's a crypto fund. There's a farm fund. There's these accredited private and uh, credit. There's real estate. There's all these different things that you might not have even thought about. But then you can check, go on them, and just kind of learn and do some homework uh, about all these different things. Because you know, it's I can't imagine probably how much money is just sitting in these IRAs making just pennies, right? And you can actually become a passive investor and probably make a lot more money um, by doing some self-directed IRA stuff. Um, so I, I think it's wonderful what you guys are doing. Um, and so tell us about with, with Alto, how did you make it easier than some of the ones that I've dealt with? I mean, what did yeah, you do so, differently? So, so the ones that you've dealt with historically are all people and paper-based. Right. And so let's say your next real estate offering, um, the, first of all, we employ technology. You don't have to talk to someone if you don't want to. OK, that the, the process can work from beginning to end for both you and your investor without having to talk to anyone on our side. We're here to help if you need it, mm -hmm. but um, you don't need us. And so we have two different types of accounts. We have investor accounts and we have deal sponsor or issuer accounts. You're a deal sponsor or an issuer. And so what you would do is you would upload your, your offering materials. You would invite your investors mm -hmm. to the deal. Yep. They review your material. They check a couple of boxes, which says, I read it. I understand the risks. 
I'm, I'm, you know, a self-directed investor. I'm ready to make the investment. Here's how much. And once you both have checked those boxes and uploaded the documents to your uh, deal library, which mm-hmm. only the only the people you invite can see those documents, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, we 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 transmit the funds, right? So you're going to give us your bank information, routing, account number, et cetera, address all the necessary things for us to pass um, KYC, AML, uh, and ACH data. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, honestly, it can literally take, if you're prepared with your materials and you know your bank account information and all that stuff, it can take you no more than 15 minutes and your investor no more than 15 minutes and you can work in parallel. Mm-hmm. What do you think is a good minimum? You know, if people are sitting there, people just started out in their career and people that are, you know, have millions. Um, can someone, a couple thousand or 500, what is kind of like a base that you could tell our investors or our listeners that, Hey, you know, once you have this amount in your IRA, this is when you should, maybe you could start investing it in a self-directed. Well, I think about it slightly differently. It's not it's okay. not a dollar amount so much as it is a percentage for portfolio allocation, hmm. right? So we're talking about portfolio diversification means that you're invested in um, various asset classes. Public stocks, maybe 20%. Public bonds, maybe some percentage, usually less than stocks unless you're close to, to retirement. Real estate may be a percentage. Crypto may be a percentage. Early stage companies may be a percentage, right? And so you and potentially in conversation with a financial advisor should be deciding on what's appropriate for you. You know, to to me, I think you should have somewhere between 10 and 20% of your assets invested in alternatives, right? So, and then within that 10 to 20%, you can say, you know what, I'll put uh, 10% in real estate, I'll put 10%. And, and the thing that's changed, the big game changer for alternative assets is technology and these platform partners of ours. Because now you can make $100, $500, $5,000 investments in these uh, alternative assets where before you had to be able to write a $250,000 check to you know buy the property outright. But you no yeah. longer have to do that. It's it's the fractionalization of securitization. <laughs> and uh, you know, another thing. just went off, so I'm going to turn that back. Okay. On. There we go. Another thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, a lot of times it because there's caps on your IRA, and uh, it takes people, you know, like a long time to save up enough money uh, into their IRA. Should there be What's your take on, you know, should there be caps or should people just be able to put money in their IRAs? And- so um, you're just trying to, to get me mad. <laughs> uh, so, so there should be caps, but it should be $50,000 a person. Hmm. Right. So so what shouldn't be. So right now, if you're lucky enough to be employed by someone who has a 401k program, you can save uh, basically $20,000 a year. And if you have a, a super nice employer like Alto, which we are, and by the way, all the IT folks, 
uh, which I, is what you said at the beginning, all, all the engineers, all the devs, uh, or maybe you're a hardcore sort of IT uh, individual, come work at Alto. So I'm I, I there you go. Glad I, glad I got that out there. Thank you, Michael. Hopefully yep. you won't cut it, by the way. But um, uh, so let's uh, you yourself can save up to $20,000, give or take, depending on how old you are, whether you're over 50 or not um, in, in your 401k a year. And then you may be lucky enough to even have an employer match, mm -hmm. which is great. Right. But the, the, and this is for all the, um, uh, gig economy engineers out there, all those devs, like if you don't have that employer, you can only put $6,000 a year away. Right. Why? Why? Why are we discriminating against these um, well, that's it. That that's in a traditional IRA. If you do a SEP IRA, by the way, you you can do the uh, the greater of, um, and I'm going to get this this slightly wrong, but it's like 25% of your income or or something like fifty nine thousand dollars. It's a big number, mm -hmm. right? But but the person who uh, is not really the self employed person and and is just sort of putting the jobs together and has a traditional IRA, they're limited to $6,000. What, why are we, if we want the country to be in a better place for a retirement, what, why are we, why are, why are there caps that are so low and why are we discriminating between people? If we want to put this country in a, in a, mm -hmm. in a more solid foundation going forward, Let's say it doesn't matter who you are or where you work. If you can save $50,000 tax-free in a year, God bless America. Right? Yeah. That's what it should be. Yeah. And I think it all has to do with, well, when do, when can we get your taxes? When can we get a percentage of it? Is it deferred or is it now? Well, yeah, yeah like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You, you can't want my taxes and then not want to help me because I got to pay all these taxes right down the road. They, so the same people who are going to blow up Social Security, you and I are not going to get Social Security. Let's be, let's be clear. Right. And anybody younger than us is not going to get Social Security. The same people who, who are going to blow up Social Security are telling us. That we can't save that money. Seriously, mm -hmm. like. We need and in the next breath, it's like, but you need to save more so you're in a better position for when you retire. Okay, well, why are you limiting me to six thousand dollars a year? Like I could go on and on. Yeah. I can rant and rant and rant <laughs> about this. Yeah, and I know there was some uh talk about wanting to actually tax those gains while they're still in the accounts. That's a that's a slight that's a slightly different issue. That's a that's the Peter Thiel mm -hmm. uh, yes. phenomena. I think it's so misguided what they were trying to do there. But I'll yeah, boy, that's, a whole, that's, <laughs> that's a, all right. That, that's a whole wanna, other one. Your, your face is getting red. You're going to need to drink after this. You're going <laughs> to. <laughs> but uh, you know, listen, everyone. Uh, a fantastic way, you know, take it from me who, who has investors that have self-directed IRAs. Uh, if you want a much easier way to do it, plus ways, different ways of doing it, go on 
the altaira.com and look at just my god all the different types of crypto i had no idea uh, all the different types and also some of the partners um anything else before we go eric that you'd like to push out there um you know one thing i'm going to ask you is is how people can get a hold of you um but what else would you like to say about alta that uh, i might not have covered look we we talked a great deal about portfolio diversification i think it's important to know that uh there is no shortcut hmm. right uh that don't bet it all on red yeah um unless you're in vegas of course um you know it it, it requires time and it requires diligence and homework and uh, you know, it, it requires some patience. So I, I would encourage people not to get impatient, mm -hmm. to stay the course, diversify their portfolio. Portfolio, But the thing that portfolio diversification is, is statistically proven to show is that it will reduce the volatility of your returns and it will increase your returns over time. And, and that's the thing to remember, right? right. It's, it, don't bet it all on crypto. Don't bet it all yep. on real estate. Don't bet it all on, well, certainly don't bet it all on Twitter today. <laughs> but, you know, uh, or even the stock market. You know, everyone, people that have 100% mutual funds, 100% stock market, they're like, oh my God, can I retire? Right? But if they had 20% real estate, they're like, oh, wow, you know, the real estate's outperforming my stock market by... Yep. 20 times but then crypto even though it may be down now you know it's going to recover because it, it does that so it, it's it, it's just a little bit of stress relief knowing that when one pocket goes down another pocket might go up and and you're not betting having everything in the same basket right exactly that's the key you right. sleep better at night yes exactly well eric it has been wonderful uh, how can people get a hold of you? Well, I, I'd suggest they go to altoira.com, A-L-T-O-I-R-A.com. I'm actually not the best person to ask how everything works anymore. That's mm -hmm. like 150 team members ago. Uh, so um, altoira.com is the best place to go. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on LinkedIn. Um, or if you want to follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter, uh, I'm every, everywhere I am. I'm just at Eric Satz. So that's, that's the way I do it. There you go. And the last name is S-A-T-Z, everybody. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, starting Alto. I think it'll help a lot of us, especially on even the general partner side. So I think it'll help us all. Appreciate Thanks, your time. Michael. Thanks for tuning in to the Richer Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichergeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening. And leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you, and thanks for listening.